things first what's going on millionaires you're listening to the million dollar mind podcast episode 96 on challenging your current beliefs for future growth my name is brother kyan bayar i won the golden gloves in 1970 again in 1971 i'm a vocal coach a producer been a Muslim for 50 years, so now, again, I'm here after 50 years really finding the truth. So, and I'm, I'm grateful to my son that's giving me this platform right here to, uh, to put things kind of straight. Welcome back, millionaires. This is the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, and I'm your guy, Kai Speaks. This is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life and the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. So as you just recently heard, uh, today's guest is Brother Kaim Bayer and also known as my dad, right? It's Father's Day, the time of this recording. So shout out to all the fathers out there who will be tuning in uh, and soon to be fathers who will be tuning in. And this, this episode is a little bit interesting and unique and different. Uh, from not only myself, but for the million dollar minders out there, just because, you know, it's not too, too often that, you know, brothers can have the types of conversations with their fathers, like the conversation me and my dad getting ready to have on this podcast. So I don't want to, you know, spoil anything. Uh, but again, uh, my dad is a former boxer, said he won a golden glove in 1970 and 1971. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. And then former member or current member of the contenders uh, and also mm-hmm. few of the homeless in the community. Uh, and it's just, you know, just doing some things to add value in the community, uh, taking care of the people who need uh, help the most. Uh, and these are just some things that are just really inspiring uh, as far as, you know, the community in which I grew up in. So I, I, without further ado, I'm not going to talk your ears off, but I want to give the opportunity, Dad, for you to kind of give yourself a little further introduction and to our listeners a little bit more about you. <clears throat> Wow. I, I, again, I appreciate this to my son. Again, give me this platform. And you have to contribute to a lot of this, son, as well. You know, going with us, an inspiring son, as I once told you, in the midst of a storm, and I told you mm-hmm. that you was me and I'm you, but you're my better me. And that's true. You know what I mean? Because all the things that I wanted to do, pretty much you're doing them. And now you're inspiring me to do them. You know what I'm saying? To step on because as long as you can wake up, as Les Brown say, as long as you can wake up, you can look up, you can get up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm lifting myself up and it's a shame that before this time, but it's not a shame because anytime the knowledge can come to you, it's, you should welcome it. You know what I'm saying? It's a good time. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, and in and, any and, 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 and disposition, like I said, again, I don't let my even though like my vision has physical vision has dwindled so somewhat, you know what I'm saying? But my insight, my inner vision, mm-hmm. as Dr. John Henry Clark said, anytime a man's vision loses physical sight, let your insight should grow. And mine has grown tremendously. And then it's just knowing the truth, you know, cause we've been living such a lie for so long. We've been living this, the lies of the oppression and we don't want to let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of, um, just uh, while while you're on that, mm-hmm. 
uh, earlier, you know, we talked about how long you've been uh, a Muslim for. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, I was pretty much raised uh, as a Muslim. Yes. So let's talk about recently, you know, you currently denounce the formally or informally the denomination of what is known as the Nation of Islam. Talk, yes. about, talk about the why behind the what, what <clears throat> those events and uh, what 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 are you getting out of that experience now? That's a great question, son. You know, see, because when I first got a, in, when I first got into Islam, it's because I was raised as a Christian, a Baptist, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it was, I was all right when slaves couldn't read. It's still like, but when you're reading this Bible and it's stating that the, the Jesus, description of Jesus was of bronze or burnt bronze at that, with wool like my, like my hair, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my skin. And I'm seeing this hippie on the wall and that didn't compute with me. So when I'm asking this so-called Bible teacher, uh, what was this, what, what, what was this? He going to call me a heathen. So that didn't, that didn't, I wasn't allowed to come to the Bible classes no more and this and that and nothing. Because again, see what churches they do in any doctrine, they teach you not to think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When they give you the lie that Adam and Eve and, and we got, we were sinners because Adam and Eve ate from this tree. The tree was knowledge. Why would the creator create you not to have knowledge? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. But we so trained to this lie that's given to us that we don't even research it or think about it because this is the law. We can't doubt the word. You can't doubt the word. But see, when you doubt that word, you take away from your own existence, the greatness of your existence. You know? Mm-hmm. So and, that's and yeah, what, what's some, what are some things that might have been because I've always considered you as a, a free thinker um, mm-hmm. before denouncing Islam and you know just for example you know I know so many of my peers who have parents who are very strict when it comes to and I'm and I'm a I'm a I'm a mute you real quick we can pause that out but yes right, still but Seth I answered it mm-hmm. okay so we good to go but yeah so just I just know you to be such an independent thinker as far as like when I was growing up and making the decision to get tattoos and the lock of my mm-hmm. hair and do these things that are outside mm-hmm. of the doctrine, instead mm-hmm. of, you know, quoting these, these words of the book, you know, you were very open to those things. So what changed, let me, with you already kind of having that free thought, what, what do you mm-hmm. think changed recently uh, after you, you know, made, you made the decision to denounce Islam? Well, see, as, as again, when you, when you're under any uh, in Islam, as no matter what Muslims say, it's a it's a way of life. It's not. It's a way of white life that they've got you thinking. They're controlling your mind. You know what I'm saying? So these are people that oppressed you. So I, they ain't got no nothing good for you. Mm. You know, they act like they raped our women and then killed our men, and then their offsprings became. You know what I'm saying? Which they, even though they were half African, you know. They was they they were still claim the, the, the like like you claim the Muslim you claim being a Muslim as your mm-hmm. dad and and that, which I I honored that, that was an honor to me for my son to claim what his father was because that's what they're supposed to claim and you did it despite anything else so that was honor to me but again now I could tell my son I'm sorry for indoctrinating you for something like that. Again, and you was a free, a free thinker yourself. Mm. But when I, and you know, for a while, I wasn't, but 
for like the last 15 years or so, I was faithful to it, Ramadan and reading the Quran and all this kind of stuff. But every time I read that Quran, son, it, something would hit my mind, especially when it came to Adam and Eve. When it came to Adam and Eve, it would just hit me. Then would come to certain things, because I remember going back to school, I did a research on Immortech and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so and so I knew certain things. I said, but so then it started, and, and I love numbers, math and stuff like that, and y'all, y'all knew that. So again, so and you can't, when you close your mind to certain things, you close the mind to your own ignorance. And then when I hear, when I hear all these, uh, like I, I think I sent it to you, Wayne Dyer, pulling your own strings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and this uh, Lady Louise Hay and stuff like that, and Bob Proctor. You know what I'm saying? These are white people that has incorporated our, our, our not our belief but our knowledge. Science, we invented this. We gave this to the world and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we got the Indians and the Indians, they suffered that because but we was all over there. All this for the color, all this, it all comes from us. And we gave all this to the world. Medicine from medicine to to where science, music, you know what I'm saying? Uh, philosophy. There's no such thing as Greek philosophy when you learned it over in in, in, in Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Aristotle killed himself. You know, from training, uh, from going over there and teaching the young people the way of life that was over there. You know what I'm saying? That was over from Africa. It's mentioned in in, in, in the books. You know, hypocrisies take took an oath to Emotech. They call him a they gave him a Greek name, but he he's the guy. You know what I'm saying? But again, he gets the they get the um the credit. They get the credit for all the stuff that's going on in the world today. And that takes from us. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we got great, like, such as yourself. Look what you're doing. You didn't take, like, you took my, took some of my belief, but you took your own way, and you're doing great. That's why I say you're my better me. You know, you are me. I see it. You can't, I can't deny it. You can't deny it. No one can deny it, but you are better me because you ain't make none of them decisions that I made and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You make good choices. You know what I'm saying? So that's the... <clears throat> That's, that's what what made me, again, seeing it when I started digging into it, digging into it, they're all, every, and this is what's going on in the world today. All this separation, this separation comes from religion, doctrine. I can't be with you, I can't like you because you this, or I can't have you be all that or that. You know what I'm saying? When we gave this, we gave God conscience to the world. If you do your research, it wouldn't be no God conscience at all if it wasn't for us. So how are we going to let somebody that we gave this to the world and then take that from us and flip-flop and train us? You got us like monkeys and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why they say we're descended of monkeys <laughs> when they're descended of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> what are some, because as we, as we have in this conversation, of course, there's going to be some gems for you all uh, millionaires to just kind of take away and just start incorporating uh, these principles in your life. So, for you, Dad, what were some like what are some questions that you may ask yourself whenever you're presented like new information, whenever you're told to fear, whenever you're told to uh be wary of something, whenever you're said, Oh, this is a new trend, what are some questions that you ask yourself whenever presented with just new information to kind of digest that the way that you feel best digesting it? Well, <clears throat> to me, it, it would take a fool 
to listen to discredit anything anybody's saying. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. But you have all the stuff that you need inside you. If you go inside you and ask yourself these questions, they, just stay still. You got to chill. Mm-hmm. And just keep calm and just ask yourself these questions. It's going to come to you. Because we got to see it's one thing that we have that they don't have. We have that spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's the spirit of God that's inside us. You see everybody looking up, up, up upside. You look inside. That's where you look. Because he's inside you. He's mm-hmm. up there. He's inside you. You're doing his earthly walk. So to enjoy to be the best. You know what I'm saying? And see, again, in Africa, see, and we, we deny that. Nobody wants to see if that's the one thing if we all connect together and admit that we're Africans because you ain't going to deny it. You can't deny it. Anybody got black in them, they say that you're black, except over in Africa, now over in Egypt. If you have black and white, you're white. Mm. That's, ain't that some crazy stuff? Because mm. they're claiming Egypt. They, they, these whites are claiming Egypt. Mm. You know now, I, and it sounds like the biggest question really to ask yourself is is why? Like, why was this information presented to me the way it was? Why do they want me to feel the way that they want me to feel? Why? Great. To, yeah, and uh, kind of taking a step back on what you on what you said um, of just having that belief and having uh, having God within you, which looking inside yourself. Mm. We literally just had this conversation yesterday. Um, uh, in the uber we had uh, mm-hmm. uh our uber driver was ethiopian and he he's he just that's where the mother of civilization son mm-hmm. and he just moved over here and mm-hmm. uh he was just telling us like how you know the the mom the, the mother and the father um really the reason why our parents let us go when we become of age and we can start you know and, and not even just humans like even animals start to let go of mm-hmm. their chil- children when they get of a certain age and can move independently and that's just because yes. we are naturally just babysitters right you yes. you and mom what he's saying is you and mom were my babysitters until i became of age because god never lets you go so yes. once you have age now god is take basically saying i got it from here uh you you you, you watched them you cultivated them you, you know you did everything you needed to do but now mm-hmm. as they're walking into this world I'm, yeah. I got I got it from here, uh, which yeah. is pretty much what it sounds like. It's just you know understanding that and looking deep inside yourself and figuring out ultimately what your purpose is and what your passions are. Because at the end of the day, when you know what your passion is, you know a, a fool could tell you the sky is blue, but that, that even if you don't see that the sky is blue, it don't even matter what color the sky is because it has nothing to do with your purpose. Right, but but see, check this into this son. We. <laughs> All this astrology and all that kind of stuff. We gave this to the world. So we knew what the sky, they had, they called them moon glazes and stuff, stuff like star glazes. These Africans, these weren't no white people with, 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 uh, with telescope, high power telescopes. This is back when it wasn't none. And they had, they got calendars. See, what they did was they hid slavery. Again, uh, one of the, the Black Panthers said, um, um, he says, if you think about where your existence started slavery, your history started slavery, all you can be is a better slave out of slavery. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if you know your history is like you got the, the, the kings and creators, Imhotep was the first multi-genius. You know what I'm saying? In the third dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they don't tell you nothing about them 
it's it's a school name in particular. Some of the kids only know what 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 it means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and but they again, and they he, attended his school. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's crazy. You know, well, a school but, named after him. It's not his school, but a school name. Right, right. A school named after, him. but that's that's they call that honor. They honored him. It, it's a it's a BS honor because how can you honor something you don't give them history? Right. Of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and he got great. This one one ninety five AD, the third dynasty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, where it was no blacks, it wasn't no, it wasn't no whites, it wasn't no such thing as whites. Whites had they wasn't even on this earth at that time. You know. Mm-hmm. Now they got a quote. There is a quote that uh, I often mm-hmm. hear, and it's called "Believe is believe half of what you see and none of what you hear." What mm-hmm. what what does a quote like that mean to you? How do you break that down? You know, to make it make sense to those who have heard it here for the first time. Well, for real, for real, what it's saying, you say when you say believe a half of what you, you believe half of what you hear and none right. of what you half you know of what saying? you see and none of what you hear. Yeah, but see, this this a thing. It's shutting your ear for when they tell you something that you hear. And real see, it's not no thing believe. See, when you see see, you can't but you can't see believe. You can't see that. See, believing is this doctrine that they have of believing in Jesus, this and that and other. What I'm saying, that's belief. That's faith. That's without fact. When you know something, then that's a fact. And when with you, what I do know, and can be now is 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 given to us. <clears throat> the oldest, and it's from white people, they give it to you. Uh, the oldest bone is is three and a half million years old, and it's a bone of a black woman. So that means this woman is the mother of civilization. Her name is Eve. Yes. Yeah. So again, the, these are the times and stuff like that that they have, uh, uh, where we have walked this earth, been on this earth, you know, not as monkeys. They said the bones of a uh, like a. Uh, uh, a homo sapien which is a human being and stuff like that so uh that was a wasn't the bones of a of an ape you know or or chimpanzee it was a bone of a woman you know and then they found later on a, a woman of bones of no they found the, the man's bones earlier that was only a million and a half years old but they found the bones of a woman that was older See, because when we had this thing this, this belief that system that we have is going on that's why i say believing is a bunch of crap, son. It's a bunch of crap. Go with so I go with nothing. Belief is just not something that I tell you, and you can believe it. But when you go do the research on it, then you got the facts. So now you know it, right? Mm-hmm. And that trumps believing. Knowing trumps believing. You know. Mm-hmm. So depending like on this, and it, and it, it depends on what what you what you be, what you're trying to believe, right? If you're trying to believe in yourself. Obviously, it has to start with a belief before you can know it, because you gotta, you gotta feel it before it actually happens. You gotta the idea. See that that's an idea. Mm. Everything, everything starts with an idea. It's not not another. It's not a belief. It's an idea. Faith. Yeah. Off this, you get what it's faith. See, and that's that's in you. See, because you got see, just like again, I take my kufi off to you. Because you're doing everything that I did not do. Now, it would be a fool to, to be jealous and not to be proud of his son. And I'm proud of my daughter, too. Because y'all could have been a whole different, a whole different thing. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? So again, and it's not that you had, because you knew the direction you wanted to go. See, for faith, you can get through off of faith. That's what backsliding is. And the people in the church, they come, come out of the church, they go drunk with take one drink. Next thing you know, they're drunk. You know what I'm saying? So you can slide off of faith. But see, we have this thing in us, in Africa, where they, this thing they talk about, the Ten Commandments here, again, but we have a thing called Mayat. Mm-hmm. And my art is truth, justice, and righteousness. So if you walk in truth and you walk in justice and you just with people, that's fair and all that kind of stuff. And you have righteousness. You have that. You have mm-hmm. righteousness. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you have that, and you, I've heard you say this on your show a few times, reciprocity, mm-hmm. all that's in there. All that comes, what goes around comes around. All this other stuff, believing and this and that and other. Because we had the spirit right this right in us. Mm-hmm. And and like I said again, I have believed for a long time, son. <clears throat> uh, for fifty years and more, I believed uh, a certain way. And now to see it, I feel more liberated. I feel free. Can't even see, but I feel free. You know what I'm saying, because I'm liberated from these these binds and these chains and these shackles, these mental shackles, things that they put on us. And you have your your mind. You can think outside that box, that circle that they give us to think. That's why when it's, you, you, you know what you want to do. That's why you walked away from, you walked away from a couple of jobs that was making money. And, but you knew, you knew, you could say you believe, but you knew you were going to do better. Because mm. you have, whether you say you have faith in yourself, you know yourself, you know your wife, you know what you want. You know what I'm saying? This desire that you want. You talk about this desire. Yeah. That's why some people have, some people don't. They ain't got the desire. They'll have no lust to have nothing. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So it sounds like you know, uh, in, in its entirety, you know, the quote was. Mm-hmm. You, you feel like the quote was more so designed to do more harm than it was to actually like liberate minds. It was yes. more so, uh, uh, a limitation. Yes, a limitation. Exactly, a limitation. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I never really thought of it. I never really thought of it that way. You know, <clears throat> leave half of what you see and none of what you hear. You know, just kind of now going into the perspective that you share, I can see how that could make a lot of people shut off outside information and then continue to just move and walk through life with the current information that they were given and the only mm-hmm. information that they were given. So now you got this saying, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear, pretty much saying like anything that goes against what you already know, shut it down. Exactly, like in the in the book, yeah, exactly. And like in the Bible says, lean to your own understand, lean not to your own understanding. Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Why would you not lean to your own understanding if you have if you have understanding? Mm-hmm. You know, you understand. So these some of these words, it's a play on words and stuff like that. How they do it, and it's because it sounds sound a little snazzy, and we could saying it. But as I do, I do think this: what we say come to fruition what we do comes back to haunt us you know you know you know what i mean all oh, this is this is real yeah, and again uh, it's, it's all real mm-hmm. and i was just going to say and, and that's why we use letters to spell out words and you know mm-hmm. we we call it spells right spells these right these sayings <laughs> that that these quote-unquote witches and warlocks used to to wish harm on people but mm-hmm. really 
we don't want arms on ourselves just from the words and yes. and, and, and the the, the yes. phrases that we put out there. Yes, so that's, that's an interesting concept. So, with, with that being said, what was like a pivotal moment for you when you began when you began more of you know thinking independently? What was something that happened that uh, kind of first started? You know, you just kind of taking things with a grain of salt and just being more true uh, to your understanding. Well. <clears throat> Getting first of all, getting sick, and this time here, like again, this COVID time right here, I embraced it. I embraced it. I have I I I, I study from the time I get up. I do my meditations. I I listen to certain certain people. Then I go to my history and get the knowledge that I need to know. You know, because all this stuff, whether you're getting it from a school or whatever. You have to basically relearn everything you done paid money for. You mm-hmm. just wanted to get blessed that didn't have to pay. But it's a, always a scheme because if they're not teaching you about your history and telling you how great that you were, your ancestors are, and this, and you have that, that's the kind of DNA that you have in you. The same DNA you have, like I said, that's why you can go inside and touch yourself. And if you ask answer those questions that you really need answering, son, then you meditate. You know, you already know what it is you're doing it. And I'm proud, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud, I'm 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 proud of you. Uh uh how the, the man that you turned out to be. You know? Mm. And, and and that's and that's a, a great thing. And then the service that you do by giving this these these jewels, the messages that you give to your audience. That's why you're in the top in the top ten. You're giving jewels. I hear podcasts, and I've heard some good podcasts now too. You know, just talking about the same thing that I'm talking about. But a lot of times we turn we turn our ears off to that because we're so trained to hear what we hear that you can even lip professor it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be a, a good lip professor, and you lip professing the same lie that you just gave that they just gave you. So you're not doing anything. What are you? Who are you doing something for? And if, and then again, for the fathers, if you're a father, what just you're not doing a justice to your child if you're not giving them his history, especially with the situation what's going out into this world today. Mm-hmm. This world is crazy today, and it's not it's only crazy because we got so many doctrines, so many of this, so many of that, and it's whether it doesn't matter whether if you uh, when you came over, listen to me. <laughs> When you then came on over here on the, the the first slave ship was named the good, good ship Jesus, ran by Captain Hawkins, right? Mm. When he brought when he brought all us blacks over here to this country was bringing blacks over to this country. He didn't bring not one Baptist, one Muslim, one Catholic. You know what I'm saying? He didn't bring he didn't bring none of them. They started pushing, but they started pushing the Catholic stuff on you. The Christian to Christianity, you know, start putting Jesus one in three three hundred twenty five A.D. when in the Council of Nice when they came up with the whole concept of Jesus and stuff like that, mm. you know. So these are stories, mm-hmm. and we don't even take we don't take it for it could be good words of wisdom, yeah. You know I mean, words of thought if you wanted to keep your, yourself grounded. But to take it to be law, to sit there back and say you're waiting for this, you're waiting for that. That's why I'm just, I see a lot of younger people in, in your in your generation. 
aren't, aren't, aren't going that way. You know, they believe in the, in the, the universal God. And that's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nothing, there's nothing spooky about it or nothing. Mm-hmm. So what are some, what are some tools uh, that a person could use to just increase independent thought? Right. Cause besides listening to besides, you know, maybe opening that door here, which it may be the door. It may be the first door that opened for a lot of people, but despite here, where are some other tools that a person could use just to increase independent thought and start to just think wow. more for themselves? Start reading. Reading is the best thing that you can do. And the best book, by, um, it's a book by Chancellor Williams called um, The Destruction of the Black Civilization. Mm. That's a good book. First, you need to read the book by Carter G. Woodson, The Miseducation of the Negro. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a book I think all of you, should, some people read it, but I don't think they got the understanding of it. Yeah, I read that book about twice. Yeah, so far. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get something else out of the more you read it. You know what I'm saying? Especially because it's this nothing changed from those times to the day they just put it, they dressed it up. But now I will admit that you have more of an opportunity, but a lot of us is not even taking advantage of it. And I that's again I think uh, your podcast is one of <clears throat> is one of the. Uh, uh, I'll stand. I don't like listening to too many, but I've, I've except for like say going on, on the history channels, like uh, uh, Doctor Rashidi and, and uh, um, Doctor uh, Ray Higgins and Doctor, you know. But these other ones just people put out there for Doctor John Henry Clark because he's died, and uh, Doctor um, uh, um, uh, um, Doctor Ben mm-hmm. Yusef uh, Ben Chantani. You know, but both of them are, are going now. But then these are the people that we need to listen to because you'll really find out that we have a much longer history than slavery. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A much longer history. Again, and again, we we gave this to the world. So you had a, you had a, a, one of your podcasts when you had the uh, the different people coming on your show. Mm-hmm. Remember, and and it was called the Creators. And oh, I like talented, it. talking about Town of the Tuesdays. Town of the Tuesdays, yeah. That's a throwback. Man, most yeah. people don't even know about Town of the Tuesdays. Well, that was a good show. It was a good show because again, you gave a platform for the different artists, and like again, they called itself Creators, and that's that, son. That's exactly what we are. We are creators. That's when I say about everything. Things, thought, it, 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 everything stems from a thought. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's why we have to get our our minds out of the um out of this negative thinking and stuff like that. You know, thinking negative. You if like if you think one way, that's what you want to get. That's what you want to get. This 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 exactly when you get nothing. If you think about nothing, getting high, drinking, uh, beating somebody. That's you want. That's what you want to get. The same thing back to you. But if you think something positive in life. If you think more creative, you know what I mean? Think doing something. Like I seen them, the little sister was doing uh, uh, earrings and jewelry and stuff like that out of different materials and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That, that, that's kind of stuff that, uh, that's, an, that, that wasn't, that's an idea. That's something that she created in her mind. 
And if once you like again, uh, the secret laws of attraction tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know. And while we talking about these, and while we talking about some of these books, because you 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 mentioned one thing, and reading ultimately is the difference between an independent thinker and yeah. uh, a uh, a trap thinker, right? For yeah, the, for the opposite. And yeah. when it, and as we obviously with this conversation, you know, it could be easy. It could be easy for someone to you know listen at the books that you re, uh, you recommended, and you know feels though the recommendations may be a little bit biased because of what we just talked about. That's easy for someone to make that assumption. Mm-hmm. But what's hard and what most people won't do is read the books anyway and then challenge mm-hmm. how they feel. Because exactly. one thing you can't one thing you can't fake is feeling. <clears throat> as, as humans, that's the one thing that we do have. And some of us try to hide that. But mm-hmm. you can't hide how something makes you feel. So when right. you actually read the books, Ask yourself, how did this make me feel? And there goes your answer right there. Yeah, exactly, exactly, son, exactly. So, um, I mean, with that said, how do you feel like your, how do you feel like your beliefs in a way, you know, prior to this this journey that you embarked on recently or even not so recent, how did Mm -hmm. you feel like at one point your beliefs were holding you back from future growth and making these breakthroughs that you had in, in mind for yourself? Well. <clears throat> actually I when I first got into and I, and I, I give all uh, uh, honors to uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and stuff like that even though he got feeble minded but he was a more you know so he, take the, he took that same concept but this is something that I'm not trying to do I'm not trying to start a religion I'm not trying to start a new because that's what I'm trying to get people to really understand or overstand it, whichever way you want to look at it, that this is what's holding us back as a people, as a race, because it was no such thing, as you just said, as a race before until uh, uh, until they found they got the knowledge from us and then wanted to conceal it from us and wanted to flip-flop us. That's what the the, 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 the Dark Ages was all about. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what it's all about. And- but again... Yeah. <clears throat> no, I said people, but they don't look at that. They don't look at those those timelines, and that's where people don't understand timelines, geographical areas, and stuff like that. They don't look at that kind of stuff. They just because people don't care. They just let you tell you. You just tell me. It's almost like pissing your face and telling you it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. But that's how that's how locked in and foolish that we are. That's how that's that we have been, you know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of speaking of time, because you, as you mentioned time, one thing that came to mind literally a conversation that um, me and said was having yesterday, mm-hmm. and one thing that uh, one trait about you and mom that I that I admire and uh, know that I will continue to instill in my life uh, as I get mm-hmm. older as well is just being able to look into the future through the youth through me and Dara and you have you have so many other people in y'all's generation that don't uh don't look into the future but they look they look constantly into the past and again I feel like that's where these books and these religions kind of uh hinder us is it forces us to continue to look into the past and ignore the future right reading these reading these books and you want to read these books of course with a grain of salt because at the end of the day they still were written 
in the yeah. piece, which means they're yes. up there behind on a few things. <clears throat> well, and, it, mm, but, yeah. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Now, I was, I was just going to say, it just in, in terms of like looking at, as, as far as our youth, our youth has the, mm-hmm. the, the answers to what is in store for the future. So we have to constantly, mm-hmm. you know, still, at, just as much as we read in these books and we, you know, we taking these books with a grain of salt, you also have to, you know, welcome the ideas of those that come after us because they have insight to the future. Their brains are literally wired for future thinking. So we have to pick that apart mm-hmm. to see where the future lies for our, our mm-hmm. own selves. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree with you uh, 100%, but I, I will say this. They say as long, they say who uh, Dr. Ray Higgins said this and I, I, I hold it uh, and to be true. Cause I like, again, said I'm about the truth. It's like you also have to read not just the, the the read, but make sure the contents that you read because whoever controls the printed page controls the thinking of age. That's what's mm-hmm. going on right now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on right now. We're reading stuff in the Bible, Romans. This you ain't no Roman. You know what I'm saying? Why would you look at yourself? Then it says over in Asia, uh, in Africa. They took it. Why would you look at yourself as that? Again, that's the way they have us. We we think, and then you have a person that would rather read a, a novelty instead of reading about your black self. You know what I'm saying? Your history, or even knowing why I'm listening. If I'm going to listen to something, I'm going to listen to something or read something like uh, uh, about my consciousness. I'm reading something about my psyche. I'm reading something about my something's going to why I can get some better understanding. Or what makes me tick? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't have time to read for others, like other stuff, or listen to other stuff. I like I listen on YouTube, but like if and if it can't, like if it's a long time, I should say if it don't make sense, it don't make dollars. Now I can mm-hmm. listen to certain things about the field. I mean, of course, I'd have to listen to that, you know. But certain things I'm going to read. So if I'm trying to increase my level of thinking, I have to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And for once I then once I know who I am, like James Baldwin said, know from what you came. If you know which, from what you came, there's no limit on how far you can go, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. Because if you know, it just doesn't stop, it just doesn't start with me and your mom. Because I'll say this, as I said, not take it back. I wish I could take some of the stuff back as far as what you gathered as far as Islam. I wish I could even tell you about your blackness from when you was a baby you know it's the doctor uh what's his name dr uh antonio bowders right he's they doing the first archaeological dig black archaeological dig in egypt of the fifth to 25th dynasty son Mm. right now and him and his daughter he went over there when they were seven this is in 2008 so um uh she uh uh She's older now, but she's like taking over. Like they they found three tombs, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the kind of stuff. But again, like I said, again, I'm just I'm I'm elated that you're doing what you're doing because you can put on a whole whole lot of other stuff, son. You understand? So I'm I'm so glad, uh, son. Again. Yeah, and, and it feels good to be back too. Because I remember a time, you know, probably during my college years 
uh, it was a little bit exhausting and, and, and draining and discouraging, you know, looking mm-hmm. up, you know, your own history. And, and because when you, when you start to identify those things and you start to read more about who you are and, and which you came, naturally mm-hmm. what we do as people is we want to talk about it. But what happens mm-hmm. when the people you want to talk about it with always rebuttal with, there you go talking that black stuff again. Yeah, it's hard uh, it's hard to make you want to talk about it and then the mm -hmm. more you talk about it the more you learn so then you just go back to square one when you stop talking about it Mm -hmm. that that that's where a lot of us find ourselves i feel like and 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 now and uh i think it's actually it's actually changing now with uh, with the events that have been happening a lot of people are getting back Mm -hmm. to exploring that side of their history which is mm-hmm. which is, is a good thing to say. So uh, I do mm-hmm. want to switch up and lighten the mood up a little bit. So we're gonna as we wrap in this uh this this, this interview up, Dad. I, I just okay. thanks for you know hopping on here and just sharing uh, the conversation that we just had today. Uh, but we halfway through here, and I and I want to get us on with rapid fire as you. Okay. Know, it's powered by Pod Deck, so I'm just gonna ask you five random questions, and uh, the only thing I want you to do is just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Try not to okay. think it. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one is, if you were to come back as a person or thing, what do you think it would be, or who do you think it would be? I'd come back as a uh, as probably Malcolm X. <laughs> mm. Oh, like a reincarnate Malcolm X. Yes. Only yes. Exactly. Got you. That's funny because uh, uh, Marcus, Marcus Garvey, more or less. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though that's those are those are those are good too. And I, I always kind of uh cringe anytime we have these like top types of like conversations mm-hmm. about reincarnation because uh mm-hmm. it brings me back to the story of Duddy Bookmine mm-hmm. um, in the Haitian Revolution, the the African oh, yeah. yeah, I know, uh-huh. who was also a Muslim, had his Quran. Right. Called him I Muslim. know they burned him up with it. And then is but then when they burned him, the last words that he said was he was laughing. As he's mm-hmm. being burned, or in the process of being burned, he's laughing mm-hmm. and he's telling these Frenchmen that he's just mm-hmm. gonna come back as a mosquito. Uh huh. And bite Davon's. Uh huh. And then they ended up uh, losing about eighty percent of their men due to malaria. Uh huh. Yes. So yes. I always cringe when I hear of you know when we when we have conversations on reincarnation. Uh, but that, that's well, that's <laughs> true. Uh, but that's true. We do, son. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. We do come back, right? All right, so here we go. The next one is, what is a reoccurring dream that you have? Wow, that I'm traveling. Mm. Traveling anywhere in particular? Well, especially, but I can't say without seeing you, but it's just traveling all over, mm-hmm. like spreading this, spreading this knowledge that I have, speaking to other people. You know what I'm saying? About it. I definitely want to go to Africa, so I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next, the next question is, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would it be? Uh, black awareness. I about to say, we just had a whole, we just had a teaching, we just had class one t- today, so I figured, <laughs> I figured that's what it was going to be. Uh, All right. Next one is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? The way I once was, son, the way I once was, the way I thought, I wish I could have got, could have saw this way 
before now. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time that I could have spent with you, uh, spreading this with you and stuff like that, doing the thing with you. You know what I'm saying? When I, I let's see, that's what I wish. Okay. What is, and the last one here is, what's the worst job you ever had? And what made it so bad? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, I, I was a kid. I was like, uh, wanted to go work instead of skipping, giving the last of my mom. Mm-hmm. So I worked at this candle place. I worked there for about three hours. And I quit, you know, making candles up on State Road. Wait, he quit after three hours. What made it so bad to where you just couldn't take a full day? Because I just, just, it was hot. And I've got to get him to go on this hot wax and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm saying, wow. I says, if I just go home, my mom's going to give me allowance anyway. So, you know, I, I can make more just doing nothing and just going to the store for, for people. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we were only making like $1.50 an hour or something, something like that. Mm. Well, dollars an hour, I think. So I said, no. And Jimmy was me, Johnny, and my sister. And all of us quit except for Johnny. He said, why, why are y'all leaving now? Mm. I said, we make more sitting at home, Johnny. One thing I can never imagine is what you just said, that $2 an hour. I, I, we, got, we got jobs out here where I, st- I can't even imagine going back to work for $10, 12 an hour, let alone $2. I know, for real. That's, that's me right now. I, I, I sit home. <clears throat> and just rather, I'm not getting my social security cut off for a job that's not paying me $12 when my last job that would make $27. So I'm not going to work for no $12 an hour when I know my worth. See, that's what a lot of us do. I'd rather sit home and think about something. I'd rather sell some pocketbooks, some oils, and, you know, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of being uh, limited with the time that you have to give as far as right. earning that dollar, that, right. that is the return. Um, right. So, yeah, as we as we wrapping this up, of course, we got the closing questions coming up. And I, and I want to take this time uh, to, to ask you uh, that for the audience of our millionaires out there. How would you define self-love? What is self-love to you? Self-love? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's putting yourself first. I'm not saying to be selfish. But putting yourself, getting up in the mirror in the morning, telling yourself that you love you and you accept yourself as you are, no matter how you are, you accept yourself. Accepting yourself, loving yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that one, Except, especially the acceptance piece. Mm-hmm. Accepting, accepting who you are, including the changes that you're going through. Some of us yeah. don't welcome yeah. yeah. change. But the change is a part of who you are. So welcome that. Embrace that just as much as you embrace it. Yes, yes. Not saying that you're not working on getting better, Mm -hmm. but accept yourself as you are. You know, because if you don't accept yourself, oh, I don't like myself because I can't see. I'm what was me. No, 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 no. I know where I was once was at, and I know I can get back there, but I can't feel sorry for myself now. Mm -hmm. I just lost that, but my my it's nothing wrong with my mind. You gave me a book to read uh, by um, uh, uh, Hill, Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good book. The uh, the one on thinking. <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's that's another good book because we do have that. We have the power. It's us all inside us. It's just the way we. It's like that envelope he talks about. 
And if we, you know, we look at it in one way, you know, the glass half full or the half empty, how are you looking at it? You know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. What would be some, you know, you walking down the street and you see 18 year old you, what would be some advice that you would give uh, your 18 year old self? Stop wants to think. Stop wants to think. Yes. Stop wants to think, you know, cause I was always a person. I was always a thinker. Like when I was 18 years old, son, I was, <laughs> I was on top of things. You know, I bought my first house when I was 21 years old. I had a club. I had a store, a restaurant, you know what I'm saying? I had stuff at, mm. when I was those ages, but I didn't stop once to think. I got involved in other stuff that I shouldn't have gotten involved in. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for my goodness through the way through it. Even though I wasn't using it, that was the Maya that was in me then. It kept me from going to prison and stuff like that, you know? So, you know, I, I'm grateful for that, you know? Mm-hmm. As you, as, as you should be. All right. Well, mm-hmm. again, that it's been, it's been great having this conversation with you on, on the show. It's been a long time coming. I know when we first had the conversation <laughs> on, on, on this topic uh, and, uh, and who, who might be good for the guests. We, we mentioned Dr. Ray Hagens, who you mentioned on here as well, but right. I, I already knew that was just going to be a, uh, that was going to be a facade and used for this opportunity to have you actually on this conversation. You don't know what you've done, son. You should see, I'm glad I'm not, you're not visiting. I'm not being, I'm all gums right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get my lip down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, well, right. I really appreciate this. Plug, your, plug yourself in. I know you got a, you got a project coming up with the contenders. You're getting ready to get uh, get ready for a rehearsal with actually. Uh, tell yeah. us about some projects that you have coming up that you're excited about. Well, I'm really excited about this song that we're doing with uh, a longtime friend of mine, Sister Carol's brother. I'm Carol's brother. We grew up together since we was like uh, uh, five years old, you mm-hmm. know, so that's a long time, 63 years, I'd say, mm-hmm. you know, but um, we've been knowing each other a long time, so we've been talking about doing a project together. So when this came about, and this video is supposed to be a video with this song, it's called uh stop the violence increase the peace and it's going to be it's going to go viral so i'm real mm-hmm. excited about that because it's all um in tune with what i'm doing right now you know i'm calling myself the liberator of, of, of our people so it's about that because we have to wake up and y'all are our future but see we still have to as an adult we have to still paved the way because see the time was surely dropped with in your generation. You know what I'm saying? I know I was growing up the older brothers would would take you under the wing and stuff like that and need if they see you doing something wrong, if they seen something in you that they could could enhance, they would they would work with you. And the this gener the generation now, the the parents today, not all I'm not saying, but a lot of parents today is about themselves who want to befriend their children instead of becoming their children's, as you say, mentor, you know what I'm saying, to teach them something. You know, you know what I'm saying? To prepare them for the world. Mentally, you know what I'm saying? Physically fine, but mentally you have to be prepared for this stuff that's out here today, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the, one of the most important things. See, it's a, it's, this is a mental, and this is the one thing that these people don't come at you. They don't come, never come at you straight up always a mental or, can, or chemical warfare that they come 
in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our kingdoms with, you know? So mm-hmm. we have to learn to think. Yeah, shout out to shout out to you, and, and I won't put emphasis on that word kingdom. Right, these really can be our kingdoms, and I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm excited about one of the episodes we're going to be having on here. Uh, uh, you know, very soon, and that's going to be about gentrification in the black community, um, and just kind of dispelling a mm-hmm. couple of myths and, and just having some conversation on that. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, again, Dad, I want to say thanks for you know you joining us and just dropping some gems on our millionaires out there. And as billionaires, I'm super thankful to have Hello? you a part of the show. Yeah, we still here. Hello. Yeah, we still here. Can you hear us? I hear you now. Yes. Okay. No, I was actually just saying thanks for joining us today and uh, also giving that shout out to our millionaires who have been a part of the show week in and week out. And I just want to say thanks in advance uh, for becoming the change agents that you're bound to become as you apply these principles, especially that you heard today. Now, quick, uh, quick call to action. If you are an inspiring real estate investor or a current real estate investor, but you just have limited time or no time to find deals uh, and get to the closing table, you just really want to just have the deal and close. You definitely want to consider L.A. True State because they will qualify rental investments for you. Go over the numbers with you. Fill the vacancy in less than 30 days at market rent or sometimes even above. And the best part about it, even if the property is vacant you still collect your monthly rent. As a landlord, this is crucial, especially right now during a time where you have so many evictions that are getting ready to pop off. You don't have to worry about dealing with another bad tenant again. You literally have LA True State by your side to manage and uh, you know fill your vacancies and make sure that your tenants are on top of everything. All you do is set up your, your payment, how you want to be paid, and they get that taken care of for you. And that's at no extra cost to you. So again, with that said, just remember to keep focus, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. My name is Kai Speaks, and you just heard it here from Brother Kaim Baya on challenging your current beliefs for future growth. Peace. Hey guys. So thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course, the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.